Last time on 10. And it's so childish. And it's just such an immature mindset that you would think that after a certain age, you wouldn't have to deal with. But as I get older, I see the older men, that's the whole sugar baby, sugar daddy thing that mm-hmm. they got going. I ain't, I'm not with it. Man, I just, so, I just see, I see younger, like my, I have a sister that's 10 years older, 10 years younger than me. So just to hear what her interactions are, and it's, it's worse, you know, it's, you know, I'm taking you to Applebee's. We, I'm getting you to New York strip. That's what you should, that's what you should do in my car later. I'm like, oh, okay, well, no, no. Right. The Thank answer you. is no. Yeah. And then the, the, the thing is, is now they're getting to this point where they don't even have to be paying for it. And they expect something in return. Like, I accompanied you, even though you paid for yourself. So I did yeah. something. And you like, asked oh. me to come here. Exactly. And it's like, no. And, and that's when I believe this is a big part of why so many women are actually stepping away from dating right now. Welcome back, welcome back everyone for another episode of 10 presented by Melling Media and hosted by yours truly, Tina. This podcast is about everything around you in line with that. This week we've invited co-hosts to discuss raising daughters. Co-hosts, introduce yourselves please. Hello, my name is Portia. Um, I'm just raising one one daughter. That's it, just the one. <laughs> Where might they know you from on this podcast, Portia? Didn't you do the breakups episode, Portia? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Girl, ain't nobody worried about that no more. But yes, I did do that one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, next. I'm Shan. Um, I did Blurreds, Millennials, and Lazy Hacks last season. And this season, I did... um accountability, toxic relationships, dating red flags, girls mature faster, and now raising daughters. Laying them down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So um, welcome back, both of you. And uh, you know how we like to do on this show. We like to get up in your business. So without sharing their names, if you don't want to, how did you decide what to name your daughters? Well mine was um i i played around with a couple of names but i landed on the name that was given to me in high school spanish class so like my my friends who knew me in school they're like hey wasn't that you named her your name from school in spanish i was like yes yes i did so that is my child's name my name for spanish class that's cute <laughs> okay Okay, so for me, um, my name starts with an S, for those of you wondering if you didn't know it. And I am very fond of S names. Um, on my father's side, we have family names. And there is one that has gone from my my grandmother, my great-great-grandmother, Salon. Um, and that is the name that I gave my daughter. And it happens to be an S name, so it works out. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, me and my daughter have this, the exact same initials, first, middle, and last. <laughs> See, my, my daughter doesn't. We have first and last, but the middle is different because the middle is my great-grandmother. So she has my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and then my great-great-grandmother had the same name as my grandmother. And no, uh, nobody else had the name. So it was kind of like leaving the family. So the the tradition, tradition on my dad's side is naming the granddaughter after her grandmother. But my grandmother had two sons. And my mother gave me an S name, but not that S name because she wanted to be spiteful. <laughs> so, oh, so your yeah. grandmother named you. No, my mother named me out of spite with because oh. she was spite, being spiteful. Yeah. So she gave me an S. She was like, I'm gonna give her an S name, but it ain't gonna be that S name. Um, And then I brought both back by giving my daughter the the family names as her first and middle. I asked her if she wants to change them. She said, no, she likes them. So raising daughters. Do you think raising daughters in America is a challenge? Why, why not? Um, uh, no and yes. I worked in childcare for many, many, many years before she even came to the world. Ooh, so, lucky y'all. <laughs> so just, you know, doing babies and kids, that 
that was easy, you know, but you know, of course there is just the, the challenge of this world, this generation, this day and age, just of things are so different. (laughs) Um, But it it just felt, it still felt kind of natural to me because just like I worked in childcare from, from the time I was 20 years old until I even, I even worked in childcare when she she was here on the earth. Uh, I worked at a daycare and she went there. So been dealing with other people's kids for a long, long time. So it was kind of easy to me, <laughs> as long as it's one, just one baby. Okay. <laughs> Shan? Well, you see, it's, it's, that one's a complex one because is raising a daughter hard? No, but you have to add in the, the whole in America factor. And it's like, uh, yes, yeah. raising a daughter, I think anywhere is is a challenge. And it's largely because of, people's sons and and the patriarchy i am not concerned about my daughter when my daughter is in my care and she's around me and you know we're having our discussions and and we're which we are able to do my concerns come from the outside yeah and i feel like like raising children in general is just hard because we don't really you know people act like we do but we really don't have a child-friendly society and not only that really don't have girl child-friendly definitely no. not that yeah we don't no, this society definitely doesn't like kids and is a danger to kids you know absolutely yeah and and so. and you know social media my child's almost 13 so that's a we're, we're getting ready to step into a whole new whole mm. new realm here yeah <laughs> And she's already. Y'all's yeah. kids are pretty close in age. Yeah, mine's going to be twelve this year. Yeah, so it's it's getting it's it's getting more challenging now. Like I would say, since nine, it's been starting to get a, a little more challenging. There, there's more attitude, and then there's more outside influence and stuff. So it's getting there's more challenge. For sure. For me, I think that I'm like, I'm glad that you you brought up outside um, influence because I don't think that that gets enough um, credit. Um, I feel it- like people want to always just like look to the parent, especially for bad things. But when it comes to good things and they just will just clap it all on the child. But most of the time when it comes to a child's behavior, when it's a bad thing, then they'll just like lamp it all on the, on the parent. Oops. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, no, you're okay. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think that's entirely fair. You know, like, I, I don't know. I have a problem with that. And you're right. And it's not fair. And, and they do. A lot of people like to downplay it. And I feel because they, uh, you know, when your child is the goddamn bad influence, (laughs) honestly. Yeah. And it's easier to say, hey, you, you are solely responsible. And I agree with that. You know, as a parent, you are responsible for your kids, but there are also going to be things out of your kid's control. And I think I talked to you about this recently, Tina, there was um, this little, um, this event where this, not this event, not an event, but um, this incident where these kids, it was like three girls and a boy, um, carjacked this this older woman um, in New Orleans. And the kids, you look at the video, you see that they're all wearing school uniforms, right? All wearing school uniforms, except, I think, except maybe one. But don't quote me on that. And what happened is they carjacked this woman. Of course, the boy is in the, is in the driver's seat. And her arm gets is gets stuck in the seatbelt and ripped off and then she bleeds out (sighs) yeah so this woman died from kids carjacking her and you know people are all in the comments like you know where are the parents the parents should be prosecuted the parents should this you know basically saying blame it's like hey look at these kids these kids are wearing school uniforms they were sent to school Mm -hmm. whether they were driven there whether they got on the school bus at some point, the expectation was that they were going to school. Yeah, uh, and people were so the parents my ass. Right, like how how can you say prosecute the parents when these parents 
sent their kids like these, these weren't kids like got their uniforms on. <laughs> right they have their uniforms on who did they put that on for if if their parents didn't expect them to go to school they weren't in, it's not like they left out the house or they were truant well they were technically truant but they but were they, or they weren't so ballsy to just step up out the house with a fucking regular you know clothes saying, street clothes on because they mama and daddy ain't gonna do shit or don't know shit or just you know what i'm saying don't give a fuck you know what I'm the, saying? They put the motherfucking uniforms on like good little cheering. Exactly. And then, <laughs> then um, the reason they even all got caught is because two of the parents, two of the girls' parents, girls' parents, you notice I say none of the sons, not one boy and three were girls. Um, the two of the girls' parents recognized their daughters, went to their daughters and were like, hey, what is this? What's going on? And turned their daughters in. And people were still, and people were still like, and people were still like, well, they should still be charged because why weren't they in school? And I'm like, y'all, do you? I'm like, do you not see that these kids are wearing uniforms? They were at school. Exactly, they thought they were. Let's not act like parents don't work. Some parents. That's what I was about to say. Can they not go to work? thinking that they done got their children off to school they got the fucking uniforms on god damn they can't they're not allowed to trust their fucking kids especially if they don't have a long fucking history of doing stupid shit like this like shit they expected their kids to be at school they expected to go to work like they've been doing every day (laughs) exactly the way they've been doing every day without incident and like it just think? didn't happen damn you know, and it's like I how how is it their fault yeah right these kids kids be having their parents fooled too because <laughs> in what i do I, when i go to work kids be trying to run wild and stuff and then when they get kicked out i get an upset parent calling like how dare we kick out their perfect little angel no ma'am you have a totally different child <laughs> when they leave the house yeah. and listen in parents some parents a lot of parents actually you know when your child acts an ass when they get out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some do some don't hence the ones that will wear you know the, the, the uniform, uniform and have and had a free coat clothes in the backpack you know, some do and some don't. You know, I'm a, I'm very much a, an involved parent. There is, um, <laughs> she got a towel and an apple tag on the backpack, but not so much for her because I think she's going to sneak off and do anything. It's, I, you know, I have a fear of, even though I walk into the bus stop, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe the bus driver yeah, I mean, one day be on some slick shit. It's harder to do it now, to do certain things now <laughs> than you know back in the day and shit like that but there's but still always gonna there's still always gonna be there, a way yeah there's always gonna be a way always. you know we, they, we all, just, all they have to get they just have to off. think a little bit harder or maybe they don't maybe it might even come just more naturally because this is the type of shit that they're they're birthed into so like who knows because i'm not nowhere near their age or dealing with the shit that they're dealing with so like who so even I, fuck when knows I was it in, might when come I was to them like, like nothing when i was in like middle school and high school there were there it was regular that people would sign in or get their id scanned and you know hop out the bathroom window go oh, out a side door yeah my, yeah, my school door. too yeah definitely, definitely. go out a side door cut by hanging out just wherever yep. it happens hmm. you know it and the only difference is, is that we didn't really have the tools to record ourselves doing stupid shit. <laughs> That's the only difference. You I know, we didn't have that. In the, we didn't have this hyper vigilant state about us. I kind of missed that. I'm not gonna lie. Speculate. I know neither <laughs> of you have sons. Is it easier or tougher in your opinion? Raising well. sons and daughters. How? Well, for me, I wanted a girl. I want when I got pregnant, I I wanted a girl. I wanted my girl. I wanted a girl, mm-hmm. and I was gonna be upset if she wasn't a girl. I would be <laughs> in pissed too if I got pregnant and it wasn't a girl. To be honest, so yep. I wanted I wanted a girl. I feel like she's easy to me. She's easy for me because, you know, I'm, I'm a girl. I can relate. We can relate to each other. You know, we, I want, I wanted my girl. People always try to say, Oh, 
boys are easier. I don't, I don't know how, how, what are you talking about? Because for years and years and years, when I worked in childcare and daycares and preschools, the little boys was bad, very it, bad. Bad as hell. that's what i remember going through school that's exactly what i remember going through all stages of school yes the boys were bad like boys are not what are you talking about like they're (laughs) they're horrible little monsters they're not they're not easy they're crazy like look at look at them horrible little monsters They're crazy, and I was like, "No, I, I like my girl. We'll stick with stick with her." Right? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, you know, well, like Portia, I did work in, you know, I did I worked at summer camps. I was a camp counselor. You know, I worked in. I did my work study in daycares. I babysat, you know, fam- family members. Like I was the family babysitter and I've spent time around many little boys many little girls and I can tell you hands down the boys were always harder to deal with always harder remember it's especially when because you know our society starts giving boys this message that they should be play always placed higher on a pedestal above above women and should be doing whatever they want to do. Right. They, they say so boys will be boys. It, so, boys yeah, so be that boys. makes it so that makes it tough to babysit them, raise it, them, whatever the case may be. Because like when you're telling them this, it's what you have to do with right. And I think back to all the times when I was in class or in school, in middle school, whatever, and a male teacher would have to come in to get the boys to settle down. I've seen that a million times too. Yep. You know, and it doesn't stop in elementary. It doesn't stop oh. in well, elementary. They're a little more easily, um, easy to mellow out. But once they start getting in middle school and they start, you know, experiencing puberty, they become fucking nightmares. And they are, they become extremely difficult. They want to challenge everything and everybody. That's boys. That's not girls. Mm-hmm. Right. Girls might question more. But they don't challenge authority. That's the difference. And that is a huge difference. And people, because, you know, everything that girls do gets chalked up to, oh, she has an attitude problem. She has a bad attitude. Mm -hmm. She has a bad attitude. Because she's asking you questions. Those are valid fucking questions. Yeah. Yeah. That That was definitely my experience in high school. And instead of just like answering the questions or at least like creating a space where these questions can be asked and answered right I was just like you know vilified you know which is really like a shitty because how how dare I how dare you question it but if it was a question whenever it's questions coming from boys people are like oh you got your thinking cap on look at exactly oh god (laughs) no it's true yeah it's, that's it's, that's really their approach. Yep. When boys ask questions, it's seen as a smart treat. When girls do it, it's seen as being, you know, sassy or an attitude. Yeah, you're trying to start shit. Right. She's too bossy. She's she's got an attitude problem. Or maybe I just want to talk Under- about <laughs> how maybe something can be more fucking efficient because I'd like it- to go home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So. What benefits come along with raising daughters? I would say for me, um, so of course, you know, in the beginning when, you know, I found out I was having a girl and I wanted my girl and, you know, you, you're excited because you, you get to do the pretty things, the, the, <laughs> the, dre- the dressing them up, the real pretty and doing their hair and yes. just the cute, the cutesy, pretty, 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 pretty. Um, uh, so we did that, you know, in the beginning and then when, you know, once she starts talking and stuff, um, for a long time, cause you know, it was just me and her for a long time. She was just the little, my little best friend. She was always up yeah. under me, always up under me, just <laughs> slept with me. It felt like Aww. for an eternity. And I was like, girl, you got to sleep in your own bed. One of these times, <laughs> um, but you know, so it's just like you know the 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 best friend um, stage, which 
we're not, we're not there anymore. I, I have gotten replaced now. I'm not her best friend anymore. As you should. <laughs> As you um, should. You got to get that title. It's, it's it time. <laughs> you said um, 13, it's time. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just having that little relatable best friend and, and kind of seeing like the similarities, like a lot of stuff that she goes through and what's happening now because she's in seventh grade I'm like you know what that that happened to me in seventh grade like oh everything's coming back around <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's just kind of interesting to watch to see that yeah and you know your kid I love it because like as everyone knows I don't have kids and so like I love especially to watch like my friends kids grow up but it's even like more special in a way it's weird for me but like in a way to watch like my internet friends who I've never met before watch (laughs) their kids grow up you know what I mean because I'm just like watching them through the the screen Mm -hmm. but it's still very real yeah but I'm still like just watching them grow up in yeah, it's, it's, I think it's valid like people don't I people love don't, it it's it's valid you know you you do get to watch these kids grow up and even though you don't want to be a mother you can still have those conversations because you have been a child you do have yeah. a mother. so it, it, it and I have family you know, shit right. <laughs> old, just watching you know people growing up no it's like people that I care about and I'm watching their children we have connection yeah I absolutely fucking love it yeah the internet aunties yes (laughs) so it's funny get both of you no shan yes what benefits (laughs) come along with raising daughters I mean are there benefits to raising anybody like really no um but (laughs) Like for me, you know, I'm a woman. I have, I am fortunate to have a girl child. And I feel like when you raise your children, you get the chance to be the parent you wish you had. Yes. And, and oftentimes, and this is something I've actually done a bit of reading up on, and it's um, often very therapeutic because, you know, I am a big fan of nurturing your inner child and you know, indulging in those things you enjoyed as a child. Mm -hmm. And I created a space, my child, where she gets every aspect of her childhood. You know, we've done Disney, we've done Universal, you know, we we go to the bookstore. If she has an interest, we research it. We sit and we watch, you know, our shows and things together. All of these, all of these things, you know, we cook together. I just have her baking cakes sometimes um because that's how you get them started with cooking yeah that's fun that's how me and my mom used to do yeah you got to get them started with the sweets and (laughs) making the cakes and um all of these things and I get to you know really give her because I was a bit of a spoiled child but spoiled in ways that were more um for my mom than for me you know like when you get gifts from people and it's not so much what you want but it's what they want you to have Uh kind of situation um so I I try to basically take you know and I take my cues from her like she knows it's, it's all we always have open dialogue we talk shit to each other laugh about it you know age appropriate shit talking of course um yeah and that's it that's just it and I feel like that has been very 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 therapeutic for me yeah because I I feel like I'm not raising a child that's going to go into the world and be just another asshole or shithead for somebody else to deal with yeah. and five ten years or so and that's what scares the fuck out of me when it comes to having a kid first and foremost this world just fucking kicking its ass this mm-hmm. is a scary fucking place that first and foremost and then secondly just unleashing a real fucking monster yes upon you know society when nobody asked for it <laughs> right you know and and it is it's a valid fear and that was something that I, I had I when I was pregnant with her I was I was just I was making a decision about the kind of parent I was going to be and I'm like I need to raise somebody who if it came down to it this wasn't my child I would like them as a person 
I would be able to say you are a good person. So that's how, that's my parenting philosophy. Yeah. That's funny when you said that about um, wanting to be the parent that you didn't have. I remember, I don't know what we were talking about, but one time it was like my mom, my mom had said something. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but I was like, well, that's because her she's got a way cooler mom than I did (laughs) and she's like oh really I was like yeah (laughs) right because I had I had one of those kind of you know almost church moms very big fan of like quoting bible shit at me oh gosh love the whole honor thy mother phrase and whatnot questioning anything was I mean I was allowed this is the thing I was allowed freedom to do as I please but there were some things that were very very rigid as well so my parenting style is not totally in opposition to that but it kind of is because it's I mean I take the you know child child child-led approach let your child let you know what they're ready for or what they Mm want to do you know what path they want to take and it works out because in fostering all of this my daughter is confident she's a straight-a student she doesn't have issues at school, no behavioral issues, everything's stellar. And I think people, and I think children will do that. You know what I mean? Like they, they will. will they're given the room, to, room and the tools. Yeah. Um, are slash were, well, y'all, your, you guys' daughters are still fairly young. So are there fears along the way tied to raising daughters in particular? How have you addressed them? So just the natural, normal fears that like, I feel like all women and girls have navigating Mm -hmm. in this world, like, just like how we can't, and it's not fair. And that's, that's another thing. It's just not fair. We can't just go out and do things, you know, at certain times or whatever, like just that. It's gonna make me cry and it's so stupid. Don't cry. Oh my God. Um just like with this whole everything on the social media, like um it makes me sad because everything is there's so much perfection being displayed. Mm-hmm on social media and it's not real and these kids these kids don't don't know that or they don't think about it not being real like all these perfect pictures you see that's not real life yeah and you know it eats at their their self-esteem and you know it's just like I I had to tell her like that's not real like they don't look like they don't look they don't look like that three weeks to get that photo (laughs) their life their life isn't perfect you know like and it's just they these kids these kids are so just their their whole self-esteem is just wrapped up in this stuff and I I hate it that you know I don't want to take take that away from her because you know with with the pandemic and stuff that's all they had was to to be able to to keep in contact with their friends was to start getting on social media and stuff. Oh, that's so scary. And oh. so, so now, you know, yeah, th- they're in it, but Damn it's, it, man. it's, yeah. So it's just, I, I, I'm just, I hope that it gets better. I don't know, but it's just, it's, this is normal fears that, that girls have, you know, mm-hmm. that we don't want to get hurt and assaulted and all that stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot, <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll, I'll pass the mic. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, there are, you know, there are definitely fears tied to raising daughters because I am, you know, I am a woman. I do know, I do read quite often and I see the stats and I see how the world is free is becoming more and more unkind towards women and you know and a big part of it is you know social media and the rise of incel culture and it's you know trying to protect her and I, and that's the thing I know I'm not going to always be able to protect her from from her peers 
because this is the thing a lot of these kids while I may be doing everything that I can do as a parent it doesn't mean you know it means very little if the kids that would harm her do not have parents who are like me yes so yeah I I do have you know very real concerns with my child she is you know she's like me in a lot of ways but she still has that you know that that sweetness that trusting yeah exactly she's still very much a baby somewhat you know sheltered but I do have conversations with her about you know things that are or not appropriate and how if she's ever uncomfortable you know don't let anybody because you know predators can sense it and they will feed on that kind of stuff so I do have to give her you know careful little things you know and she was like hey you know why do you you don't have to you know you don't have to walk me to the bus stop every day and I'm like okay I know and I'm like so you can go I let her go out you know a couple minutes ahead of me and then I you know and I show up so I'm always there and I let her get off the bus you know from I let her get off the bus and walk herself home but that's only because I can see the stop like I can hear it when it pulls up I can see the stop from my office and from my bedroom. Sometimes I'll go hang out on the balcony and just wait for her, you know, as, as she's walking up. Cause this, and, and the reason I am this way is because like, I was actually not as obsessive about it. And then one day my sister-in-law and I were talking and she's like, you know, I, I am, cause she's, she's very much um, like me, but very anxious as well. And she's like, you know, at the end of the day, if something happens to her, yeah, you can you can beat the shit out of the person. You can kill them. You can have them arrested. You can do all of these things. But at the end of the day, your child's experienced that trauma and there is no undoing it. And I was like, you know what? That's valid as fuck. Vigilance it is. Yeah. Like, so my child, she doesn't get to be around people that may be, you know, questionable. And I'm mm. not saying like just because I don't have questionable people around me, but people who's, who's parenting, I wouldn't sign by. You know mm. what I mean? Like, if I wouldn't trust you to parent her, I, I can't, she can't be around you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because people allow certain things in their household that I don't, I'm not going to tell anybody how to raise their kid, but I will say, no, not mine. Right. Like we have, we have technology limits. I have limits even on my own phone for, for apps and, and toys so that I'm not looking at a screen all day. And I know there are some people who, who don't, whose kids are just allowed to have unlimited time, no parental um, no parental blocks, no anything. They, they're, it's just free reign. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that might work for you, but it don't work for me because okay. I want to be able to have these conversations with my child about what is or isn't appropriate. And I don't want her to be desensitized to things that she should not be desensitized to. And that's a good lead into uh, my next question, which is, um, is sending them out into the world a worry for you, whether that's whether that's due to them being harmed, um, absorbing terrible outside influences, getting mixed up in the wrong things, being bullied, etc. Woo! All right. <laughs> okay. So, like, you know, the the worry it it does kind of come and goes, but it's always there, like always there. Um, um, and it's kind of you know, it of course in the beginning, like when she was five and just starting kindergarten of course you're just like oh my baby um so then but that now you know she's she's in the seventh grade and I see how she handles herself in situations because of course mom is not always going to be there so like you know she'll tell me about things that happens um she's never been in a physical fight which which is great um because seventh grade for me that was the worst school year of my life I had gotten into a couple of fights that other people started with me so I I was really really um nervous about her starting seventh grade just because I was like oh seventh grade was the worst year of my life um but so far so far so good but um um okay yeah um, she one thing that she does really great is um if people you know want to try to you know talk about her she 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 will hurt your feelings and I love that um she 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 will hurt you verbally not physically so that's great I'm like yes you get them um you tell them and um 
and I tell her and I I, I tell her things that you know you could say this about them <laughs> because I know these kids I know these kids parents I'm like you could say this say that. <gasps> oh my god <laughs> but, um, so far so good she's been handling herself well um uh, and that's also because of she she's a different kind of kid so she doesn't really she doesn't do things that other kids in her demographic does if that's safe to say <laughs> like she just she she she's like she's a theater kid she's a singer you know she's a, a high she's a high honor roll student like she's she's on her business so um you know some kids like try to talk about her saying that she's weird and all this stuff and she's like fine I'll be weird um yes so yeah a good shield for her what'd you say I said that weirdness is going to be a good little shield for her yeah yeah so the worried it does it's always going to be there a little bit but so far so good I'm not too too worried but you know, there's always going to be that in the back of your mind and in the front too. You're, you're always going to be concerned, but mm-hmm. so, so far, so far, you know, we're we doing good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it is, you know, like Portia, it, it's a worry. And, you know, I touched on this earlier, but I'm like, I have no doubt that I'm raising, you know, my child properly and I'm raising a good kid and, you know, that she's not going to be another asshole out in the world. But mm-hmm. I also know that, Everybody, everybody isn't doing that. Uh I know that she could someday be someone's target for one reason or another or no reason at all. Uh These are the things that I know. And I also know that, you know, if it comes down to it, like she's not going to be a fighter. Like I've tried to practice with her and she just, it won't happen. And I told her, like, hey, if somebody's bullying you or making you upset or uncomfortable, let me know. I will set up a meeting and tell them they need to have the other parent there. And then whoever is bullying my child, I'm going to beat the fuck out your mama. And then every time you put your hand on my child, I'm going to beat your mama ass. And that's just going to be what it's going to be. You're going to bully my child and I'm going to bully your mama. And we're going we gonna to all be happy. <laughs> and I just, you know, and I, I, it's one of those things where I know, kind of know that day is coming. I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't because she doesn't deserve it because she's such a good, sweet child, a good, kind child. So if it does come down to that, I'm not, it's not no peace. Yeah. Because I know she doesn't go around fucking with anybody. Yeah. So if somebody fucks with her, then well, guess what? We don't have real big problems. But yeah. <laughs> and all, all in all, yes, I do. I do worry for her. Yeah. I, I worry for just a lot of young girls just because, just because when I think back to when I was approaching adulthood, um, I thought I knew fairly a, a lot. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, looking back now, I realized that, you know, I was behind a lot of girls my age, you know, like I was a very young 18 and mm-hmm. shit like that. And so... Yeah, I I worry for a lot of young girls just because a lot of girls are sheltered like I was, which is a part of the problem, but also part of, I think, why I turned out decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, um, I don't know, like, well, obviously, like, being sheltered has its own um, it has pitfalls. Its you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know... I, I I I worry for a lot of young girls just so because the information I don't think is flowing the way that it should. But I think that it is also improving in that realm. So I'm hopeful. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say I'm pro. I'm pro because you know at the end of the day there are a lot of predators, male and female, mm-hmm. who will put girls in harm's way and sheltering them gives them some protection it might make them a little bit naive but at the same time it protects them from a lot of the the harms i agree in the world you know like it's, it's kind of like you know your baby in your home you have your child in your home and i do not believe in rushing girls show any children but girls in particular to move out of the nest because there are going to be people waiting yeah. to count some will be of the same age, some will not. 
And for me, sheltering is better than just, you know, letting them go out to sink or swim on their own. Yeah. Because at least in a sheltered environment, I can kind of, you know, I'm there, you know, I can give her this guidance or give her this advice or, you know, show her, show her the things or give her this access to this information and this wisdom that I have, that I got through experience. So you're both single mothers and of daughters. Um, How do you prepare girls to become stable, rounded women, especially these days? Oh, how? Tell me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> um, stable and rounded. Yeah. Shoot. Um. Well, I know. I know one thing, and Shan kind of touched on it earlier, or she did, where you want to be the the parent you didn't have. Like, mm. um, I. I try to tell her and teach her things. I wish I, I wish I had known, you know, mm-hmm. wish I had, wish I had learned it sooner than I did. And, you know, I try to, I try, you know, to do or say things that my parents should have or should not have. Like I, and it's, it's, it may be small things to some people, but like, you know, I, I work out in the community and um, <laughs> and uh, kids 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 be out there just just bad they just be cussing and smoking and stuff I'm like you kids you kids are bad yeah. um and like <laughs> you know um one thing that I resolved or like when I when I had my child I made sure to to not and this may seem small to some people and some people may not agree or they do it but I personally for me I don't use curse words at my daughter around my daughter she doesn't hear me talk that way um and so like you know when she talks to her friends and stuff um as far as I know you know I'm not there all the time but like you know she she she'll censor words instead of like and sometimes I'll hear her friends like she'll have it on speakerphone I'll hear them say a curse word I'll be like hey language but um she (laughs) she she censors her words or whatever like she doesn't curse so I feel like you know I feel like kids are going to do as you do not just what you Mm. tell them to do yeah they're going to you are their example so um you know, we've talked, we've had so many talks about like everything, like we, we know the bullying thing. And I had to, I had to kind of tell her one time because I had got a call from the school about something that another friend had talked her into doing. I said, you can't do that. That's, 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 that's a form of bullying. You can't, you cannot do that. Like, don't, and don't let these people like her friend told her if she does if you don't do this with me then you're gonna jeopardize our friendship and I, and I told her I said that's fine you don't need that type of friendship no. like, like, like I said don't let these people steer you wrong like you you knew better she didn't want to do it but she did it because this friend was was pressuring her and and my child values her friendships yeah. like she, she loves friends i understand it especially (laughs) at that age i mean you know what i mean it's a tough age that was was so manipulative so but it's 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 a learning curve for me so i'm still figuring it out (laughs) yeah okay well for me i find you know much like Portia, I do. A, I lead by example. Now, I will say I do cuss. You <laughs> won't. You won't show. I don't. I don't think. It. I really don't think cuss words are bad for kids. Honestly, me either. <laughs> I like. I don't think cussing them out is good, but I don't see that wrong. I think it's funny. I think it's funny when kids cuss. Like I don't think it's a well, big deal. You know, she, she, I, 
she's a Capricorn and she loves she loves a good cuss word. She doesn't <laughs> use them, but she loves it when I cuss because she it cracks her up. Yeah, I don't see my, my big child's deal. a Capricorn too. Yeah. <laughs> see? Take over. We're taking over. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I, I love my earth signs. I lo- well, not all of them, but I love me some Capricorn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but like she won't, she won't cuss. And the last time we had a, a cuss word, she was telling me that a kid said the S word. And I said, what S word? And she's like, I said, shit. And she's like, no, I can't say it. And I said, what was the S word? And she's like, she no, she whispers to me. He whispers what to me. What was the word? Shut up. And I, like, and I just... I I mean, but this is just an example of her innocence. No. That is so precious. We were in the we were in the circle. She was like, she was like, I'm like, what's what's that? Because she's and I'm like, shit. I'm like, that's the only S word I know. I think. I'm like, what what S word? What S word are they saying? And she's like, shut up. And she's looking around like the cops are gonna come out the feelings and bust her. I was just like. I just laughed because oh, it was so funny baby. to me. I was in the store <laughs> laughing so hard because I'm like, I was like, that's, I was like, that's not a bad. I was like, that's, I was like, it's, it's not a cuss word. I'm like, it, it may be rude to say it sometimes, but you know, it's, it's not a cuss word. She's like, said, shut up. Yes. <laughs> and then she whispered, she whispered it like she was committing a crime. That is so funny. And I was spend a weekend with Auntie Tina. (laughs) (laughs) But even though, but she she won't she won't say you know cuss words. She won't say bad words. And when her um schoolmates went through had a little phase of writing dirty words on in the bathroom, some of the girls, um, she would come to me and she would ask me about these things, and I was like, spell it. And then she would spell it to me, and I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, this 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 is a bad word. <laughs> no, no fifth grader should be saying that. You know, so but yeah, usually I just you know, like I said, I I take the child lead approach. You know, if I want to, I I don't like to give firm and hard rules. Mm-hmm. Most of my rules are basically about, you know, respecting each other and and you know not being selfish. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of rules you'll end up if you if you try to take that hard approach, a lot of rules you'll end up having to go back and amend them anyway, which can be extremely confusing. So it's best to not take that approach in the first place. And the thing is, you have you yield better results when the kid is actually like involved in it. Like she gets paid for her chores and her allowance. We have a, she has a little magnetic chore chart on the board. She writes these thing down. I pay her each week, like, you know, like a paycheck, right? Uh-huh. Then um, those are all just personal things. It's things like, you know, keeping up with her skincare routine, vacuuming her room, putting her laundry away, stuff like that, you know, emptying the trash in, in from her room in her bathroom into the cabin, like cleaning up. Like these, these are the things on her chore chart. But then on top of that, Anything that's for the household, like if she vacuums the living room, oh, okay, you get an extra dollar for that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, help me take the trash out, you get an extra dollar for that. You sort the laundry, you get an extra dollar for that. Like I give her extras for things that benefit the household. And that way I'm teaching her like, yeah, you know, we can, yes, you can be of service just to yourself. You can also be of service to the household. And we also do this, she, you know, has a tendency to be a bit of a glutton. Like if she likes to snack, she, she wants to eat it all at one time in one sitting. And mm-hmm. for that, you know, your choices are either you don't buy it or you buy it and let them do it. And you only buy on schedule and I buy on schedule. So, hey, if I buy you your ice cream and you sit and you eat it in two sittings, guess what? You don't have any ice cream left. Uh-huh. Because I I like to give her the room to make her own choices. Okay. Uh, Do you believe the women the world is producing is improving, remaining the same, or getting worse? Why? How so? Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, so, like, there are, there are, 
Hi. Okay. There are some improvements, you know, like some, like, you know, the, the girl <laughs> power and the feminism and, you know, um, there, there are improvements like that, but, but there's still, there's still work that needs to be done. Um, there's still, like, I can't believe, like, even in the, the year of 2022, that these kids are out here in the middle school still, like, being, like, you know, making fun of kids, like, you know, like, throwing out the gay word, mm. and, and kids kids are being, like, racist to each other. Like, it's it's so weird to me, because, like, there's still a, there's still kids like that. And I'm just like, ain't y'all supposed to be <laughs> not like this? Okay. Um, like it's it's just progress beyond that it it's i i see a lot of kids who are who are very intelligent and who are very um you know open to learning about all different types of people and cultures and orientations and all all of it like these kids are very they're 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 very open and they're very smart and they're very accepting. But then you've got the other kids who are just like little pieces of crap. <laughs> like, what is, mm-hmm. what, why, why do you, why do you kids do this? Why are y'all like this? What is this? Um, it's, it's so, it's so uh, interesting. Some of the things I hear <laughs> when she comes home, like, what, what is going on? Who, who are these people? like it's it's crazy to me um so i mean yeah there's some improvements but there's still a lot of work there's still work that needs to be done out here <laughs> okay shan um yeah you think women are improving you know like i see more women embracing community with women and prioritizing their relationships with women over their relationship with men, you know, and I, I'm seeing more women having conversations or just more honest conversations with themselves and each other about, you know, the realities of marriage and partnering with men and birthing children and dating men or living with men and, and all of these, you know, these, these are conversations that really weren't happening on a public, you know, in, in, in public venues, mm-hmm. 10 and 15 years ago so yeah I do think women are improving like yeah there are always going to be some shitheads in the bunch it doesn't matter what demographic you look at you know just like there are millennials are supposed to be progressive but there are some that are quite and holding on to you know archaic ways of thinking of thought and just like we see gen z which is also supposed to be more more progressive than millennials and they're backsliding and a lot of them have boomer ideology you're always going to get right you know that push and pull no matter how you dissect it but overall do i see it improving yes absolutely and maybe it's in you know and it's largely i see it mostly with um just people having the conversations but also with women deciding hey you know what i'm going to step away from dating you know or having significant relationships with men because it's it's honestly dangerous for a lot of women, but not only that, it's a very little value to women. And instead women are choosing to nurture their relationships with each other and, and pour that love into their children and into their communities, which I love to see. Thank yeah. you. Well, you know, when you said about the, uh, the, the Gen Z, um, adopting uh boomer ideologies we, we call those zoomers mm-hmm. yep that's the that's what they are <laughs> and it's a lot of them yep unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> so any any progress millennials make in the coming decades you know in the political spectrum you know if we, if we don't all die zoomers are gonna be right behind us undoing it oh <laughs> that's just the reality 
Okay, so um, any advice for parents raising daughters in our current world? I'm still trying to get get some. Um, <laughs> no, you got to give some today. <laughs> um, um, okay, so like, I would just say let let your your child, your daughter let let her be who she is like don't try mm-hmm. to make her into what you wanted to be or what you want her to be let her let her be who she is um she and it, pop it, out anyway yeah yeah and the the more you try to suppress that <laughs> you know um and it could be small things um you know like some people and it, to me it was so silly like oh, how old was she I guess she was 10 and she decided that she wanted her hair cut now now you know in in our community you know little girls who got long hair because she had long hair you know folks you know was like I can't believe you let her cut her hair I'm like it's hair it don't go back. It's not an arm. It's okay. Um, just let, let them be who they're going to be. Um, um, I, I, I tell her so much, like, like just, just of my own experiences and stuff. And I think that I wish that my mom would have done that for me. It's like, tell me something <laughs> like like I, I know you don't have to tell your your business like to your kids, like it, like every aspect of it. But like you know, let me know that you are a real person, yes. and, and and real things happen, yes. and that you and that you you was a kid and you messed up sometimes and you wasn't perfect and you're not perfect and um you know just we still have very real conversations. Um, sometimes we have, we, we have like <laughs> inappropriate jokes amongst ourselves. That only we know. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, if this got out, if this conversation got out, we would be canceled. I could totally relate. <laughs> we would be Me so canceled. <laughs> but um, yeah. I I've mean, actually said that to her a few times. Like, you're gonna be canceled. I'm just gonna start <laughs> recording you. I'm just get you canceled. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, um, what else? Let your daughter. I mean, I, I get it. I understand um, chores and responsibilities, but um, don't have your daughter, especially like if you have if you have daughters and sons in the house. Don't have your daughter be the the maid for the mm-hmm. whole house. She can't. The daughter can't be doing everything, and while your other kid is not doing anything, and, like yeah, your daughter get no fun out of life. Like my yeah. God, yes, <laughs> don't do her like that. Right. You know, that <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot, but I'm I'm going I'm going to hand it over to Shan now because I know she got some gems. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. For me, the advice I have is, you know, you have to really consider your behaviors towards your daughter or your daughters. And mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people don't do this. Like they see their girl children as property, which completely unfair. You know, yeah. people deny girls and even women their humanity and agency you know and we always say we want our daughters to be strong women but a lot of people create environments that contradict that um you know we have to give our daughters the space to come to their own we have to create an environment that is conducive to their growth and understanding and a part of that is teaching them how to and allowing them to advocate for themselves even if you feel disrespected by their advocacy yeah you know communication and understanding is something that's going to be necessary 
no matter the relationship, but I think it's detrimental to the parent-child relationship. So we have to teach our children, especially our girl children, how to navigate, you know, how to navigate the world, you know, so, so that, and we have to also have them in the environment where they can recognize harmful patterns. So, you know, if you treat your daughter like a maid, you know, and, and the household helper, what do you think is going to happen when she leaves? Mm-hmm. She's going to feel like she has to be the maid and household helper. And oftentimes when, and I believe I, I brought this up on another um, chat session um, or recording, I should say, um, more, more often when girls end up having to take over the lion's share of household duties while they're with their parents, they can't wait to get out of the house. And the first thing they do is they run to someone who's basically going to treat them the same. And in many cases, even abuse them. But they don't have the tools they need to even recognize it as abuse because it's what they've gotten all their their childhood. That's it. You know, they're they're used to being the one who has to do everything. So when they're in a relationship and they have a partner and they're living together with someone, they don't know that, no, everybody has to pull their weight. Everybody has to do their share. And it's not fair to put that on someone else. Hmm. So yeah, that's, that's, that's just it. You know, you have to set the stage for making sure that your daughter, your child is confident, healthy, has the tools that they need to make the right decisions. Okay. All right. Well, that is all that I had on this topic. Thank you both for uh, sharing your thoughts. And at this point, I just want to kick it back over to the both of you for any closing thoughts that you may have and to reintroduce yourselves to everyone before we get up out of here. Um, well, again, I am Portia, mother of one wonderful daughter. And I would just say I learned some things on this on this um, podcast this evening. So thank you. Thank you, ladies. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, I don't really I don't really have much else. Love, love the girls. Love your daughters. Love, love, love them. Adore them. Um, <laughs> you know, let them know that that they are great. You know, whatever it is that you that they if you see them showing an interest in something, always try to tell her, you know, um, find something that you love and master it, master it. And then you can grow up and, and live off of that. Um, (laughs) find, find it what it is. So, um, right now she's, I, I have her in vocal coaching that I pay for, for her. Uh, she sings solos and she gets parts in musicals. So she's, I think I think we're going somewhere with this. Okay. So, um, so yeah, there we go. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> um, are you still doing jewelry? Uh, no, it. it <laughs> I told you this COVID just had me all messed up. Like I couldn't because I had been so gross. I couldn't go live anymore. Like I'm still. I still can't. I, I can't do nothing on camera. I'm too disgusting right now. Oh. <laughs> like it's there's too much going on. Okay. No. You think you're gonna pick it back up? Uh, if I could get rid of all this 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 junk, perhaps. <laughs> maybe, but it, it has not gone away. Okay. It won't leave me alone. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay, Shan. Oh, I am Shan. You've heard from me many times throughout this season. Um, my closing thoughts are, you know, this is for anyone, whether you have, whether you have sons or, or daughters, you know, non-binary kids, whatever. If your child has to heal from having you as a parent, you fail them. Woo! I know people don't like to hear it, but that's the truth. If your child has to heal from, from you having you as a parent, you fail them. If your child has to be reconditioned after absorbing your toxic teachings you have failed them it's true like we we can all do that this isn't like me passing judgment we can all 
do better. And and when we have kids, you know, it's not just us. We have to do better for them. Uh-huh. So that's it. Just just wake up every day and try and do your best for your kid. And stop oh, yelling at these babies in the morning. They're trying to go to school. You're ruining their fucking day. Yes. Uh, woo. <laughs> so let me, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just, let me just also throw that little bit out there. Yep, I agree. All right. Well, thank you both for um, dropping in once again and uh, blessing the show. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for the invitation. I'm yes. going to send you a friend Huh? Yes, y'all should. Like, how are y'all not friends yet? Well, you know, I be high now. <laughs> no, I, uh, Portia Shan was saying was. she's gonna send you a friend request. I thought we was maybe. Are there are there different Shans? Because I thought there was a Shan. You're probably thinking about uh, Shans. Mm-hmm. Shan Telly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah Set, request away alright hope you enjoyed this month's show be sure to tune in next month and every first Tuesday for a fresh episode and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube at Podcast 10next time on 10 in what areas do you think boys are encouraged to show more maturity than girls i feel like we're all about to have the same answer for this (laughs) probably sex boys are encouraged to start being sexual early and young (laughs) they're immediately told that their value lies in sex how much sex they can have how many girls they can run through they it is it's astonishing because it's 100 percent the opposite of what we tell girls mm-hmm. like we we pretty much encourage boys to go out there young as hell and, and do it and then we turn around and tell the same girls they need to pro- i don't mean us obviously turn around and tell to tell girls they need to protect themselves from the same boys that they're encouraging to do this shit that's it, crazy it, just and setting and up situations for rape which is yep. insane and then what? And when people, what always gets me when people say that it's like, okay, so you're telling your sons that they should be going out trying to fuck on everything, and you're telling your daughters that they shouldn't be fucked on. So who By anyone. are your sons supposed to be having sex with each other? They supposed to be raping. <laughs> yep.